Well, happy holidays, everyone, from myself and everybody here at Vault. We've got a real special episode for you. This is our first ever Christmas special. Adrian, our lovely editor-in-chief, what can people expect from the first ever Vault Christmas special? Well, first, I'll say uh, happy holidays to everybody. Thanks for coming and listening and watching and hanging out. You can expect some really fun shenanigans from Dan and also from Kyle. They get up to some fun talking through some bald stuff, rewriting the night before Christmas. What's this? What's this? There's comics everywhere. What's this? Graphic novels in my chair. What's this? It's accent full of blood. This is better. This is amazing. All right. Just for you, Adrian, now I'm going to try it. It's going to be a lot of this. This is what you're going to get, folks. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of ridiculous back and forth and fun and just a big, warm, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year from the vault team. Thanks so much for reading our books, supporting our creators. It means the world to us. We've all devoted our lives to helping tell stories and none of that matters without you as fans and readers. We just want to say a big thank you. See you next year. A nice little Christmas hug. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a happy holidays and a great new year. Happy holidays, folks, and Merry Christmas. Welcome to our first Christmas special. Just a little bonus episode for you here. It's Christmas Day as of release. This is just a little bit of holiday joy, just a little something to keep you company when you go on a walk to get away from family or to drown out the noise of childhood joy. If you can't stand to hear happy children like our intrepid producer Kyle here. But, you know, this is just a a little gift from us here at Vault to all of you on this Christmas morning. Kyle, how are you today? Merry Christmas. You know, it's my favorite time of year. I can tell. I'm very happy to be wearing this hat for you. I'm glad it was a requirement. I mean, between the hat and your lovely Dying Inside t-shirt, you look pretty good, buddy. Give me a spin. Stand up. Ooh, limited edition. I wonder what nice co-host gave you that at New York Comic Con this year. It's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. Wow. I really hope your wife doesn't listen to the show. She doesn't, don't worry. (laughs) Neither does mine. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yes. (laughs) I'm wearing my traditional Christmas sweater. It's one of my absolute favorites because I don't know if you know this or not, Kyle, but Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, actually a bisexual icon. I did not know that. Oh, okay. We'll definitely put explicit on this episode for the video version. If you go to YouTube and see the video version, you can see my sweater. I'll describe it as some reindeer games being played. That works. Yeah. Well, Kyle, you know, I organize the office Secret Santa every year and we always have fun, but I wanted to make sure that you and I just did a gift exchange. We set a $40 limit. I've got your present here that you sent me and you've got my present that I sent you there. So you didn't wrap it, which I was surprised by. Okay, yours is in an Amazon box, so I don't want to hear it. You sent me a Queen of Swords variant. I didn't open it, but it says Vault Undressed. Yes. So I'm a little curious what happens when I open it. What does that mean? It's spicy. Okay. I mean, Corinne Howell is Mm -hmm. a fantastic artist. Mm -hmm. Noted chef of the comic Spice World. Corinne can cook. I'm going to open that more so later. So you sent me that, and then you also sent me this which was not framed, which I was very confused by. It just seems like you printed it out. And I don't remember going to the zoo with you. And I don't remember taking any photograph with you at all. Okay. Creative 
creative license and company connection, I may not have had the $40 to spend, but I did have 40 minutes to spend in Canva making that because we don't really have a picture together yet. I just like how you made it look like I was taking the picture and my arms around your shoulder. Right. I don't initiate physical contact with anyone Mm. just as a policy. If you touch me, that's usually okay. I do the hover hug most of the time. If I'm going to manipulate a photo, I'm going to keep it consistent with my brand. I'm going to keep this. I'm just not going to put it up. Okay. Maybe in a drawer, a junk drawer. And every time you go looking for string or double A batteries, you'll be like, oh yeah, Dan's kind of weird. That works. All right. Well, I'm going to open this bad boy up. Ooh, packing material. My favorite. Mm. Kyle, we set a $40 limit and I clearly gave you a book that I already had and Photoshop mm. something. So, you know, I didn't spend $40. So can you explain to me and our viewers at home, why did you send me the Why the Last Man omnibus? This is like $150, Kyle. I mean, no. Well, now you made me look like a jerk in front of all of our listeners. So I appreciate Picture's that. Picture's great. No, no. I'm sure you love it. It's great. Yeah. There's a tiger in it. That's the same. My Photoshop joke is the same as this gorgeous DC Black Label comic. I really wanted and mentioned offhandedly to you that the new edition looked good. Oh, Kyle, you hurt me. You hurt me with Christmas joy. I listen to you so much, actually. I listen to you now. I listen to you later. And I listen to you later some more. And then I cut some of what you say and then I listen to it again. I listen to you a lot. You probably listen to me more than anyone in my life. I do. <laughs> At least attentively. I mean, hours wise, my wife probably has you beat, but she can come in and out. I monologue a lot. All right. I'm going to try and salvage this Christmas. How do you feel about poetry? Oh, we are shifting gears completely from gift giving. Okay. Poetry. So this is my gift to you, Kyle. A new version of Twas the Night Before Christmas. You're familiar? Yeah. You know, Twas the Night Before Christmas and all through the house. So that original poem is by Claremont Clark Moore, but it turns out out similar writer named Claremont Clark Allen Moore, who wrote a comics-themed version. I can't decide what the premise is here, Kyle. Did I write this? Did I find this? Sounds like you did. (laughs) (laughs) The Allen Moore joke was not good. I promise there's better jokes than this. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. Twas the night before Wednesday, and all through the store, not a comic was misshelved, not even a Thor. The new books were all shelved by the register with care, in prep for subscribers that soon would be there. The pull lists were now nestled all snug in their files with vision and Batman and a spider named Miles. The indies and small press had been placed in their stacks with monsters and heroes and an act who's named Axe. When into the shop there arose such a clatter, so I sprang from the back room to see what's the matter. I dropped bags and boards as I ran like the flash with a prop sword in hand to go check on my stash. The moon on the windows gave the posters a glow with the luster of midday on the counter below, when what to my wandering eyes should appear but a mint-conditioned sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. But where was the driver of this bitchin' old sleigh? He was not with his team or in the doorway. When from the new books came a voice loud and clear, he whistled and shouted and called titles with cheer. Here's action! There's Hellboy! There's the latest from Snyder! Look, Saga! There's Turtles! And my boy, the Ghost Rider! To the top of my stack goes creator-owned books. Local man! Money shot! God, Tim Seeley can cook as quick as a speedster in a crossover tale he hunted down books by simone 
comma Gale. When it looked like he couldn't hold a single more floppy, he stacked them neat in a bag, though it was a bit sloppy. And then in a twinkle, I heard from the back the turning and twisting of an old spinner rack. As I drew up my head and was turning around, the back issues were flying, but not one touched the ground. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, but his coat was unbuttoned and his t-shirt had me shook. A faded black tee was displayed there to see. It bore the first volume cover of Spy X Family. His earbuds were ghibli, his necklace a bat, his neck showed the top of a big Star Wars tat. His ring was Green Lantern, his bag covered in pins, enamel of Gundam, of Spawn, and Tintin. The stump of his vape he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. Sure, the sign said no smoking, but I'll give him a pass as long as he paid with a car or with cash. Santa, I said, you right jolly old elf. Can I help you find anything not on the shelf? He gave me a grin as he walked by the manga. I'm in need of a long box, like this one, but longer. <laughs> so we got all his books bagged and boarded and stowed. So many comics, it was a heck of a load. I'll fill all the stockings with comics and joy, plus a few deluxe statues from McFarland Toys. He paid up his tab, then went out to his sleigh, where he loaded the comics that would own Christmas Day. But I heard him exclaim as he started his ride, Happy New Comics Day, and make sure you subscribe. Scribe. Let me just process. <laughs> Let me just process all of that for a second. I wrote that over my lunch break. I don't know where it came from. It came from somewhere magical. Spirit of Christmas and new comics and my love of comic book retailers. I don't want to say instant holiday classic, but you know, if you own a comic book shop, pretty good. That is a clip. So that's my other zero dollar present to you. That was the best gift. This is what I love about the holidays. Not singing Christmas carols, not drinking hot cocoa, not presents, not not seeing family, but self-aggrandizing by rewriting old poems. You know, things that make me look good. That's what the holidays are really about. <laughs> I agree. Speaking of things that make me look good, I'm obsessed with my sweater and I'm just going to bring it up again. I'm going to possibly have to blur that in post-production. But yeah. I was going to say, you know, you can blur it. They'll get the gist of what's happening with the reindeer. <laughs> I'm sure. Even with the audio, I think they get the idea. Yeah, there's three reindeer. They're doing something together. No. Nope. Yep. Thanks. That's what's happening on my sweater. <laughs> holding hands. Just holding hands. Yep. That's all. Kyle... This is your last Christmas, just you and your wife, because you are expecting a brand new bundle of joy. Oh, I thought you were going to say I was going to get in my car and keep driving. <laughs> Kyle's last episode before he has to record from an undisclosed location as he abandoned his, his family. Good thing she doesn't listen. <laughs> you know, what's more Christmas than dad going out for cigarettes and never coming back? Or what would it be yeah. today? Dad went out for an elf bar and never came back. Kyle, do you have any family Christmas traditions? Anything that you guys do around the holidays every year? We kind of do that thing of like over gifting mm. to like self-validate ourselves and most of the gifts are stupid if i'm being honest and useless and none of us have enough room to store all of these nonsense gifts so we mostly just donate them after it's a pre-goodwill your future thrift store donation how about you what traditions do you have oh well every year i make scottish shortbread cookie recipe my mom taught me so i make that every year and give that out to folks we used to for many years sing Christmas carols around the piano at Christmas Eve. And my mother was a pianist, but she didn't play a whole lot. And then I got married and my wife is a better pianist than my mother. So she was drafted into playing piano while me and 
my three sisters sang. And if you can't tell by the podcast, meeting me in person, and everything about me, I'm a theater guy, and so is my family. We all have professional performing backgrounds. So it's loud and obnoxious. Just drunken renditions of songs from Meet Me in St. Louis. It's a sight to be seen. You'll have to send me some videos. Oh, I've got some awful videos of it. It's like blackmail-worthy stuff where we're a little far gone and we're going hard. (laughs) All right. Drinking and singing, which is funny enough how I celebrate pretty much every holiday. All right, Kyle, since I screwed up your gift and you don't like my Photoshop thing, use the code AXMAS. That's AX, A-X-E-M-A-S, AXMAS. Get it? Like Xmas, mm-hmm. which is actually from the Greek letter Chi, which was a single letter representation of Christ. So Xmas isn't taking Christ out of Christmas. It was always used as an abbreviation. Sorry, I'm a veteran from the war on Christmas. It's hard not to talk about. My time served. All right. What, you don't like war on Christmas jokes? I liked it. Wasn't expecting it. If you've learned nothing by now, always expect the unexpected. Like this discount code. Use code AXMAS and you can get 20% off your order at vaultcomics.com until New Year's Day. And you can, you know, buy yourself the present that I didn't get you. Anybody listening can use it to buy themselves a gift to make up for what they didn't get from their family. You know, try to spread a little holiday cheer. Kyle, this was a heck of a year. We started this Vault Official podcast. We did that. We did that. We got new books that came out, some massive titles, some big new bold initiatives here at Vaults with free issues to retailers for Unnatural Order and Beyond Real and soaring to new heights, getting just good books in front of people, some big conventions. There was a pretty seismic shift, I'd say, especially the last half of the year where we were just going bigger and bigger at conventions with our presence in the direct market. And I'm proud to say that I think it's going to continue. I'm excited to see what happens next year. You know, this time of year always gets me reflecting, especially as we enter the dead week here between Christmas and New years where not a whole lot's going on, even though most of us still have to work. But as we approach New Year, Kyle, I want to know if you have any New Year's resolutions. That is a good one. I normally refuse them. Just my thing of saying no. But this year, I'd like to read more Vault Comics. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm trying to lose 15 pounds, but that's good. That's good. I need to do that times a few. New Year's resolutions are always an exercise in futility, but God, you got to find something to be hopeful for when the day ends at, you know, 3.50 in the afternoon, right? Yes. Finding wintertime motivation, always a challenge. Kyle, we've had some awesome guests on so far this year. So who can people look forward to that they're going to see coming up in the new year? An owner, and then another owner, and then maybe another owner. We got three founders of Vault Comics back to back. You're going to have to tune in to hear exclusive interviews with Adrian Wassel, Damien Wassel, and Nathan Gooden. We expand beyond the Vault team. We're going to hear from D.B. Andre, Tim Daniels. We're going to hear from celebrated novelist Daniel Krause, plus you know, a few more, but going to keep trucking along and we're going to have some new types of episodes. We're going to be doing some stuff that's not you know solely focused on a single creator in their career. We're going to open it up to sort of bigger topics of conversation. Excited for you all to hear some of those episodes coming out later next year. And who knows? We play our cards, right? We might get a rock star on here. I'm excited for that. 
Kyle, if you could spend the holidays with any comic book character, who would you spend it with and why? These are some hard questions that I wish I was able to proofread prior to this. It's just you and I having some Christmas cheer. You know, it's yes and, not no but. So roll with the punches, answer the (laughs) damn question, or your holidays are going to get a lot worse. I put the hat on. I thought that's all I had to do. (laughs) Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and I have taken Nakatomi Tower. You will be dealing with Hans Gruber, Dan, now. So... I guess a character I would like to spend Christmas with specifically. It's going to sound twisted, but it'll make sense, right? So Axe likes blood and gets drunk off blood. Right. So I would invite him over. Okay. That's it. Wow. All right. That is a dark Christmas. We'll find you some blood. Don't worry. There's this guy who comes down my chimney every year. He looks like he's full of blood. There is a post on Vault's Instagram from a few years back where Owen and Axe had killed Santa. It's pretty good. Maybe I could dress up like Santa then. There you go. And then he could come over. I would spend Hanukkah with Ben Grimm. I think we'd have a nice time. Mm. That would be good. I would do Christmas with the Bat Family at Wayne Manor because you know you're going to get good presents. You know Alfred can not only cook like a mother, but also accommodate my vegan requirements. He'll roll his eyes the whole time, but he'll do it. He'll have some snide remark. You're too furkies. You know, I'll get fed well. And, you know, what's the point of being a billionaire if you give shitty Christmas presents? It'll be popping. It's a good pick. I've gotten some fun nerdy presents over the years. When my wife and I were dating, I offhandedly was like, I'd love a big scarf like the doctor has. She's like, oh, which doctor? I'm like, the doctor, like Doctor Who. She's like, I don't know what that is. So then we watched Doctor Who. Yeah, so she knitted me the fourth doctor's scarf and it is about 16 feet long and it has stretched over the years. And so it's insanely long. When I wear it, it's a whole process. It hasn't really been cold enough yet to bust it out this year, but it always makes an appearance around Christmas. That was a good one. And then when I was like 13, my dad went to get me the Lego Millennium Falcon for Christmas. Top Christmas present, right? Like perfect. I'm a big Star Wars guy, big Lego guy. Perfect. He then informed me later when I was in my early 20s. I was looking at some Lego stuff. I was like, yeah, I always really wanted the Lego Millennium Falcon. And he goes, oh, I almost got that for you one year. But when I went to Target, they were out. And then I never cashed in the rain check. I got real quiet. And I looked at my dad and I went, I could have gone my entire life without knowing that. You didn't need to tell me that. You didn't need to let me know that was a possibility. So the next year for Christmas, when I was 26 years old, my dad gave me the Lego Millennium Falcon. And I've never been happier on Christmas. Legos are for everybody. Plus, you know, it's the perfect Christmas present because then I don't talk to anybody. My ADHD brain just hyperfixates on it until it's built. Oh, so I should go now. That's usually how conversations work. I got tired of putting you on the spot with questions. So now I'm just divulging stuff about myself, hoping it prompts a similar response. So normally what happens with Christmas for me is I get accused of just buying myself everything that I want. It's my fault that no one can buy gifts, you know, thoughtfully. I did get film from Dark Knight Rises framed. That was pretty cool because Nolan is one of my favorites. That is my favorite Batman movie. So that was a good one. Really? Rises is your favorite? Yes. I'm not coming for you. I just think it's interesting. I will often hear people say, you know, Batman Begins over the Dark Knight because you don't get a Dark Knight without Batman Begins being solid. But I'm not going to yuck your yum. The only part that's not good is when Talia gets like stabbed and she's just like, I'm Talia, by the way. Listen up, Christopher Nolan. I got some notes for you. You know, your billion dollar pictures could be better. 
That's pretty cool. I got a friend this year for Christmas, a deluxe version of a a script from A24, and it was really hard not to keep it for myself and send them something Mm. else. Once it showed up, I was like, oh, this is really pretty. (laughs) I really like this. Well, folks, happy holidays from myself, and I'm assuming from Kyle. Yeah, happy holidays. Let's say that to everybody. Aw, and Kyle's heart grew three sizes that day. (laughs) Happy holidays. We will see you in January with another jam-packed regular episode. This is the first of our bonus episodes. You'll probably get more of these down the line. Hopefully less of me just making Kyle profoundly uncomfortable, but I can promise you more parody poetry. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays from Vault to you, dear listener. And we will see you in 2024. Vaultcast is produced and edited by the incredible Kyle Foucher, hosted by this schmuck, Daniel Crary, social media support by Britta Bisher. The Vault logo was designed by Tim Daniel, copyright 2024, Vault Comics, all rights reserved.